Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Leila Ali. Leila is a fitness and stretching coach, a massage therapist, and an English teacher living in Dubai. Leila is in love with medicine. She created a stress management course based on neurobiology and neurophysiology, as well as wrote a course on building healthy habits. And she has over 500 hours of psychotherapy. Leila has a green belt in Aikijitsu, which is a martial art, and she loves sports, gym, yoga, and meditation. Originally from Kazakhstan, Leila is a polyglot who speaks four languages fluently, and she grew up in a Kazakh village and worked in more than 15 different fields until she found what she genuinely loves. And it is important for her to encourage women to embrace their sexuality, femininity, and to be fully themselves. Leila, how are you today? Hi, darling. Hi, darling. Thank you so much for inviting me uh, and having me here. I'm good. I'm good. A little bit stressed, but it will go away. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for hosting me today. You're yeah, welcome. I'm anticipating something great. And you know, in uh, physiology, stress and excitement are the same pathway. So it works as an affirmation instead of saying I'm anxious to say I'm excited. And suddenly you feel the same butterflies, but you think about them in a more positive way and to help you relax. And I'm happy about that. I will begin with this nice, simple question, which I often ask. If your friends and the people who know you best, and I don't know whether you will think about people in Dubai or in Kazakhstan or anywhere else, could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Oh, dear. I think it's better to ask those people that, uh, you know, which I often hear from people is that I have a fiery personality. And in Turkish, there is a word saying, which means like a hot blood, but it means to, it, it means this just to have this warm personality that attracts people. And I think they would say that I'm honest, sometimes like too straightforward. And because I like when things are effective. I don't know. I don't know. They would say probably that I'm energetic. This is what I hear most of the times. I like that. And I have a question that is important, which is related to that. I believe that nowadays, maybe because of the pandemic or because of social media or life in general, there are many women who feel stuck in their comfort zone. And that one of the ways to 
go out of that and defy society and judgment of other people in order to be yourself is being able to be fiery, which is also a way to be confident by being energetic. So two things. One, how did you develop your energy? Do you have a specific mindset or perspective on the world that allows you to have that fiery personality and use it in a good way? And secondarily, did you struggle with such limitations, judgment, uh, self-esteem issues, whatever it is, and how did you overcome them? Maybe you can give some advice to any woman listening who can benefit a lot from your journey. These are really nice and interesting questions. And, you know, there is so much behind it. First of all, of course, I did struggle. Of course, someone who did 500 hours of psychotherapy didn't do that. I mean, you didn't get this far just to get this far, you know? So, um I would say that people people who know who knew me in my childhood told me that oh oh you know you you changed a lot well I would say that I didn't change it just maybe stripped away those limiting beliefs and patterns that were culturally and somehow inbuilt in me because of the different our parents program uh, because of um, I don't know what society puts on us the expectations of what a Kazakh woman should and supposed to behave and look like and, I don't know, act and live like. I think the, the number one rule of the energy is to be yourself. But I know that it's easier said than done because actually I think is the biggest journey that we can make to make in the world is the journey to ourselves, to the core of our personality, to the core of our heart, to the core of our soul. Okay, In psychotherapy and science, of course, we call it psychic your the structure of your personality in uh, i mean in other traditions we call it like the soul but whatever you call it is it's mostly about the stripping away those old patterns the old beliefs something that are not tuned with your inner self with your core you know people usually i see lots of young women struggling to get educated to i don't know develop their sexual sexuality to be attractive for men to i mean going to the gym studying languages doing this that okay lots of things and it could be very exhausting it could be really really exhausting what if we accept the idea that i'm already enough that like i don't have to change myself I don't have to change anything. What if I just remove something extra that was put on me? I mean, people's false expectations. And what if, what if I'm just enough, you know, just the way I am, you know, just leave me alone. <laughs> so number one rule, I think, is removing and clearing yourself uh, on uh, all those old patterns on different levels on your mental level it's your limiting beliefs uh, and emotional level how you feel about your body your perception and of course it it also comes from from your childhood okay and in all different levels <laughs> i so, agree 100 percent and Every woman should have the mantra that there is no reason you are not enough. And you spoke about this, but it makes me think. Of course, it's about letting go of society's programming. But you, as a woman born in Kazakhstan who went now abroad to Dubai, and I noticed 
that people have this tendency to congregate around those that come from their country, which means they will be in an environment that reminds them of all those programming, not allowing them to go outside of their comfort zone. Do you do that? Are you someone spending more time with people who are from Central Asia or Kazakhstan and therefore you keep yourself trapped within the stimuli of the previous environment? Or do you tend to seek and look for people who are on the same path as you? And so people who have shed a lot of not only the weight, but the psychological weight of the traumas and everything. Tell me about this, because I noticed if you're in Dubai, well, Kenyan people, like I interviewed uh, the girls from Kenya, stays with Kenyan people. Pakistani people stay with Pakistani people, Filipinos with Filipinos, Russians with Russians, whatever it is. So tell me more about this. You know, maybe I was born Kazakh. You know, it's, it's somehow funny because I was born in Kazakhstan in a small village. And when I was growing up, there was kind of sensation feeling like I don't belong in there. I know it's hard to explain, but, you know, even my parents were translating me, you know, you are so much different. And, you know, when you grew up in a dysfunctional family, uh, I love my parents, don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, it's just the way it is. I mean, their upbringing methods were not uh, aligned with my personality and it caused me lots of Lots of troubles and hardships in life uh, until the moment that I started working on myself, working on my brain uh, and everything. So uh, I, I, I didn't feel like I belong. I was looking around and I couldn't, underst I couldn't understand like some of the traditions and I was refusing to accept uh, to be the way people were, were wanting me to see. And I can say that now, uh, I'm happy because I'm experiencing the variety of people, especially in Dubai. You know, it's it's like a huge melting pot. Uh, I can, after uh, having transformed, let's say, my psychological wounds into my hidden treasures and getting resources out of that, I started see, seeing my culture in a completely different way. So, you know, I think this is the wisdom. This is the, um, this is the way it, it is supposed to be. So you don't get, you just get whatever serves you best in the existing current world. You don't deny it because that's my answer. These are my ancestors, okay? And um, like, I want to get resources from there too. And at the same time, I still have something to pick and learn from other nationalities because everyone, every nationality has their own fortes, okay? Have beautiful traditions and I'm happy to experience all of these. Currently, I'm staying with Kazakh girls, uh, but it's not about the culture, but it's more about, you know, I was homesick a little bit, so I joined these Kazakh girls and, you know, I'm also practicing my own language because we're only 90 million people, I mean, in Kazakhstan, and none of them are Kazakh, although our country is huge. It takes the ninth uh, place in the world according to the territory. Think of it, and just 19 million people. <laughs> so, um, and by studying languages, you also understand the, you also understand the, the psychology of that of that culture that's why i i aspire to learn languages and i also want to learn arabic and french so yeah i'm enjoying i'm definitely enjoying uh, talking to different nationalities because it can help to expand my variety my horizons 
and I can I can look even look at my own culture uh, from a different perspective. And I'm now I'm like coming here, living here in Dubai. I'm already seeing a good traits of our culture too, like hospitality, uh, you know, warm uh, personality. Uh, there was a kind of story when. Uh, my colleagues, uh, ex-colleagues, they they are Russians. <laughs> uh, they got sick, and I was cooking the, for them like five days uh, in a row, and they, they were amazed. And somehow they were a little bit shocked at the beginning, a little bit resilient to accept that kind of care and love. But I told them, guys, come on, it's you know, it's just Kazakh tradition. Kazakh are famous for their hospitality because we are nomads. Okay, so uh, originally we were not. We have a lot of nomadic culture in our blood. Thank you. What you said a bit earlier in this answer reminds me of Bruce Lee's philosophy of Jeet Kwon Do, which is take what serves you and throw what doesn't, which is picking the treasures from everything. And really, it makes me think, because what you're speaking about is very important, and you are a woman who's both keeping the beautiful parts of your tradition, as well as growing into who you wish to be. Me, I used to think as well, I never felt I belonged where I grew up. And I thought, okay, there must be a paradise in this world, a place where I will go and find my people. But over time, all I understood is actually, before when we were in tribal times, you had to get along with people, otherwise, you'll be left alone and die. So in many ways, you compromised who you are. But then over time now, there are 8 billion people in the world. So our role is not to please people, but to be ourselves and attract our own universe and our new virtual country of our people who will be supportive, who will be aligned with us in our values and who will be our own tribe that we created and chose rather than through luck, we were born next to it. And to ask you even more, did you find it difficult to adapt to Dubai? Let's say there is a girl who is listening and she doesn't feel she is at home uh, where she is born. She's thinking, well, I want to find a place where I can find dynamic people, ambitious people, my kind of people, whatever it is. And she's considering Dubai. How was your adaptation there? What was a culture shock? What was positive? Tell me your story of being in Dubai, going to Dubai, and how you evolved as a person because of that. I can't say that I had a cultural shock. <laughs> well, I did have. I don't know, is it a proper way to say it? But for example, uh, I was expecting Dubai to be um, a Muslim country, you know, wearing let's say, modest clothes. And when I came here, I saw lots of lots of women wearing clothes uh, as if they were in Europe. I mean, fashionable and very relaxed in that sense. So yeah, I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of surprised. Okay, a conditioning were killing me. I got sick when I came here. <laughs> it was quite hard to adapt because I arrived from Almaty uh, on September the 14th where the temperature during the day was uh, about plus 15, plus 16, okay? And at night it was plus 10, plus eight. And I came here in September 14th and it was plus 43. And at night it was plus 30 something, okay? So there is a huge, was a huge, um, uh, change in temperature that's what i was struggling a lot with so um if there is a young woman struggling here in dubai 
and looking for her place, I would advise her by bringing peace into her own self, okay, by understanding herself in the first place, what do I need, what do I want, how can I provide that help and support and love that I'm expecting from others by myself, you know, today I had a session with a girl and she has a trouble with her boyfriend. Uh, she's from Ukraine. Her father was sent to the war and everything, like lots of other circumstances. She had a good life in Kazakhstan and she, and here she has this boyfriend and, and now these relationships are getting ruined and she's kind of trying to hold on to that relationships because she was saying that, oh my God, you know, it was, he was such a good thing that happened to me. And here I told her that, my dear, okay, I understand. Of course, she was getting a little bit emotional saying, oh, you know, he's this and that. He's a bad guy, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know, us women. And I replied that uh, people are not good. People are not bad. It's just they have different amount of resources. Okay. And sometimes their resources are not just enough you know, for you to give. And sometimes people do, do, do not live up to your expectations. Sometimes people just can't give it to you because they have their own physiological, psychological, emotional, physical restrictions and limitations, you know, their own traumas and, and everything. So, uh, of course, it, it's good to expect something from people because we are not uh, logical we are biological as i always say so biology runs and by the way relationships are something that makes us genuinely happy although people usually rush behind uh, cars fancy clothes and stuff maybe you know more materialistic but you know what truly makes us happy and it has been proven scientifically these are relationships you know the quality ones because we are highly 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 um emotional human being emotional beings so i told her you know what in order to in order to feel better i would and strengthen that core part in yourself i would advise you to start looking inside of yourself and seeing seeing what you can bring to yourself how can you deliver that care that love that support to yourself instead of expecting it from others okay so the more you know yourself the easier it is for people around you to communicate with you okay because because you know it helps you behave uh, the way you want you feel okay it helps people to sort out themselves this is how i do okay uh, i just translate what i am i just being myself and i give the people freedom and space to understand if that's suitable for them or not uh do we because i always believe that your true your vibe attracts your tribe your vibe attracts your tribe so you know it's and it's also about generosity if there is someone uh, it also has to do with the neurobiology okay if you're struggling and you're feeling stressed in order to boost your dopamine uh, in order to, to boost your happiness level, you could go and help those who are in a worse situation, you know. It, it's also pure science, you know. Uh, there, was, there were some studies that voluntary work can, be, can bring the same uh, satisfaction and joy as if you were given 60,000 US dollars. Think of it, okay? Think, just think of it.
So I would advise this girl to focus on gratitude and focus on what you have. It's not just, you know, some kind of philosophy, uh, impractical stuff that you read in crazy books. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it, it really has its practical effect and it's very effective because it helps to switch it helps to switch our our brain into more resourceful state of mind. It helps to turn our part of the brain, which is called the prefrontal lobe, okay? Because when we are stressed, our amygdala is activated, okay? And we get into this run, into this fight, flight, freeze, faint mode, okay? And we are completely ineffective. So let's call it in a stress, we're not adequate, okay? So just relax. Gratitude and gratitude can help you to shift your state of being from negative to positive. And our attention, our uh, energy flows where our attention goes. And this is what it is, you know. So like uh, yesterday we were talking about, you know, I'm an NLP practitioner and master. Uh, it, it's a neuro-linguistic programming. And yesterday we were discussing that we could use the positive anchoring to change your state, means to return yourself to some positive state, the state that you want to. For example, it could be, oh, I want to turn in my ambitious part. Oh, now I need to turn my confident part. Now I need to switch to this sexy, vibrant, beautiful woman part. Let's, let's call it like that. So we could use a positive anchoring. And um, uh, I told the girl yesterday that I used to have a gratitude ring, okay? And every time I would look at that ring, I would recall something that I would be grateful for. And the longer and the bigger the gap between where you are and where you want to be, okay, the more gratitude you have to do, the more internal work in the first place you have to do. That's very, that's very, very important. Thank you. I love that. I love that you're into all these psychological concepts and things that are like you said, you focus on what is effective, like NLP and anchoring and your gratitude ring. That sounds great. And you mentioned your vibe attracts your tribe. So I believe a great question to end this is to ask you and for you support in women's femininity, sexuality, shedding the false self in order to connect with the real self. Let's say there is a girl and she's like, I don't know really uh, how to know if I am connected with my femininity. What does that mean? How do I find it? Uh, can you explain to her what is, for example, the divine feminine or being fully uh, your feminine self? Why is it important? How does it feel? And how does she know whether she's doing it or following what she saw on TV or her mother said or anything like that? Well, that's a complicated question <laughs> and a tricky one. I would say that feminine, true feminine energy is not something that you can, you know, touch. Is not It's just something that you can sense it you know thank you Leila. i love our conversation and since you're always evolving through your evolution and spiral dynamics and <laughs> psychological growth what are things in now in your life you're trying to implement or the changes that you realized uh, insights that are important for you that you try to remember and to keep track of Maybe someone listening could be inspired by them or it's exactly what they need to hear. 
Okay, and now I'm uh, taking part in an, in a yearly in a mastermind which lasts for a year. It's a kind of uh, it's a mastermind on creating the strong money uh, mindset. Okay, it's a kind of entrepreneurial camp. So I decided to put my focus on this area, and um, yeah, I'm excited. I would. Tell the girls, get educated in money matters too, okay? Um, I know that, especially in our country, there since we grew up in a patriarchal country, in a man-dominant country, most of young girls are thinking that there will be someone, a man, a strong man, who will come and he'll be a breadwinner. He will provide me with everything, you know, he with everything he has to. He has to do this and that and these but, um, you know, we are in this crazy, ever-changing, ever-evolving world, and we don't know where the next dynamics will go. I would, I would strongly recommend everyone to get educated and uh, gain different professions and make them mobile. For example, I'm a massage therapist. I'm a fitness coach. I can, so, oh, let's say I move to Latin America. Whatever I need just is just my hands, just my brain, just me, myself, and I. That's it. I mean, you don't, you can earn money every way. So I would uh, tell girls to get educated, have their own, have your own money, and I always tell that every freedom becomes with uh, begins with a financial freedom. You know, like every freedom begins with a financial freedom. It's so important for the woman to have this freedom to have your own money to be educated and save money and think about inflation maybe you can tap into that okay so i would highly recommend them to track their finances how much they spend uh and what uh, if they either spend or waste that money you know and uh, i would because for me, it's either investment or waste. And I learned that from my own, let's call it bitter experiences. Okay. So I would tell them that, for example, I'm 36. And when you are 20, 20, mid 20, let's say late 20, it's still a different story. But when you are over 30 and 35, and even getting closer to 40, you have different priorities. And things that you're worried about now will no longer bother you after some time. Okay, set big goals, dream big, act, act small, and, you know, always keep focusing on, you know, things that you can do instead of things that you can't do. Put attention and focus on things that you can control and manage and ignore the rest. There's lots of things we can't control in this world. So many things we we can't influence, okay? Like, uh, I don't know, like uh, natural disasters, different um, huge events in this world. But there are some things that you can definitely manage and take control of, like your finances, your exercises, your eating habits, even this, uh, like the more control you have of your life, the more stable emotionally, financially, uh, mentally you can be. And this is very important. Like everything starts from you and, and the rest is just decoration. How can I say, no matter where you go, no matter, no matter where you fly or run, I don't know, travel. I mean, the only person who spends 
like 24 hours with you, 365 days a year is you. So you have to build quality relationships with you first. And whatever I'm saying, everything has a like a neurobiological basis behind it because uh, relationships with other people are literally the reflection of relationships that we are building with ourselves. You can't, first you have to marry yourself, by the way. I'm not married. And of course, uh, my parents would uh, always try to influence me in that matter, pushing me to marriage, saying, hey, you know, because the biggest fear of our parents, I mean, in Asian country, I don't know, how about you, the old generation, is that I'll be left alone and I'm not going to have kids and things. But but I don't, be, I don't think that we should yield you know and just follow what society expects us to do what we have to do is we have to follow our heart and be financially independent and and then when you are when you are let's call it self-sufficient you will have a different criteria of for the man okay and i would highly recommend you to download some uh financial application okay uh, that would keep you the the records of how much you spend and the biggest investment should be on education on your health on your brain and psychotherapy uh, into your health something that will give you the high quality life you know not just thank you so much leila it was my privilege and my honor to include you in this podcast i adored every minute of it thank you thank you darling thank you so much for hosting me here today i really enjoyed it thank you everyone